Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. New pilot Vincent Fraser narrowly avoided disaster when he was forced to land his small plane on an active highway in North Carolina. Sheriff's office had shared the GoPro footage even that was taken from his perspective as he made the landing after his plane's engine failed. In the video, his plane appears to fly low to the ground, hovering over several cars before making contact with the road and barely missing a string of power lines. It's an amazing story, and he is a great pilot. Jake has uh, got him on the line. Hey, Vince, how are you this morning? Good. Good morning. How are you, sir? I, uh, I, I, so, I'm so glad that uh, Jake, our producer, was able to track you because I saw this this story come down a couple days ago, and I was absolutely knocked out. I have friends who are pilots. I have flown ridiculous experimental aircraft, and it's always been a, a favorite thing of mine. And I think everybody who thinks about flying always thinks, what do you do if there's a crash? What do you do if there's a forced landing? What do you do? And, uh, yes, sir, yeah. and, and you found out. You found out real quickly and real suddenly how you would do with that. Yeah, I just um just stuck to my training and uh you know the the ABC just kept to that air airspeed best place to land and going through my checklist and calling for help. So so I mean let's let's start from the beginning. So you take off, you got your father-in-law. What what are you flying? Uh I'm flying a 1967 Aero Commander 100, uh okay. single engine. And those it's just a little plane. Like my my great uncle Bill uh, flew little ones like that, and just and they're they're great. They're great ways to learn. They're they're affordable. They're they're the kind of I wouldn't know if you would have called a starter plane, but they're they're what the majority of human beings can afford to buy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like your basic Cessna 150, 172 type of aircraft. But the Air Commander is just it's it's a, a little bit cheaper. Um, they were built as trainers, so they're pretty much like flying tanks. Yeah, is what a lot of people call them. Yeah. So you get up there and you realize. You're, you're losing power. It's coming back. You're losing it again. It's coming back. You don't know what's going on, but you realize you don't have you don't have the power to climb and stay up in the air. Correct. Yeah. So I, I kept trying to restart the plane, and, and it would continue to restart. But at the same time, it's like taking one step forward and three steps back. So I'm losing altitude every time I'm messing with this thing. So I had to make a decision where I had to just find a place to land because pretty soon we're just going to be in the trees or in the lake. So your father-in-law, what, by the way, what does he say during all this? Uh, so my father-in-law, he, he, at first, um, I, I play, I do play a lot with my family. I'm, I'm, I'm the practical joker kind of guy. But I've, I've never played in the plane, and I've never taken him up, so I don't think he knew that I would do this in the plane. But he looked at me when I told him, I said, hey, I'm sorry, but we need to find a place to land. And uh, he kind of looked at me, he laughed, and then he continued <laughs> to look out the window and enjoy the view. Oh, no. 
No. And I, yeah, and I didn't have time to argue with him or anything, so I just kept trying to fly the plane and, and find the best place to land. And after a few seconds, because this whole ordeal only lasted about two and a half minutes, he looked back over at me, and he was I could tell he's looking at my hands. And I'm looking at him, I was like, help me find a place to land. And he's like, he realized that this was real. And he told me that he loved me, that he trusted me, and that, you know, do the best that I can. He knows he knows that I can do this. Wow. And then he was, we were both just looking out the window for wow. somewhere to land. How about that moment? That dude tells you, I love you, I trust you. Yeah, so it for like coming from him, he's he's always been such a, a great father figure. He's a you know he's a pastor. He's a leader in his community. So I, I'm I'm kind of used to that from him. But it's just it still motivated me and and kind of gave me. I was already calm, but it gave me more of a a calmness. And now I have an objective. I have a mission. Um, you know, I owe it to him. I owe it to my wife, my mother-in-law, and the people on the ground to get this aircraft down safely. Right. So, so it kind of just. Can you imagine? He's like, I've always hated you. You were never good enough for her. <laughs> yeah, the truth comes out right, right? before, you know. <laughs> so you, you realize that you've got this highway coming up. And, and you know, it is a myth that uh, Eisenhower built our interstate system with one, one uh, straight mile every five. And it, that myth has persisted for, for years. I had to finally look it up in an argument at a government website. Yeah. It's absolutely not true. But everybody has said that for years and years that, that Eisenhower, when he was redoing the, the, the system, would every five miles there was supposed to be one mile of straight highway so that in times yeah. of war we could land planes. And uh, that's not true. So you're, you're up there. You can't see a road. You're looking at a body of water and some trees. And you're like, this is exactly. this is going to go bad. Because, listen, we other people may see pretty trees. All those are are sticks of death waiting to tear you apart. Exactly, yeah. That, that tin can will not withstand the first tree at all. Yeah. No. So you're, you're looking, and then you finally cross over a little, and you realize, holy yes, there it is, right underneath me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was going to go for the bridge, and the bridge just went from an option to no way I'm going to, I'm going to make this landing and, and no way I'm going to hit one of these cars. Um, so I decided that I was going to go for the river in front of the bridge and, uh, you know, I'm committing to the river and I'm getting to get ready to start telling my father-in-law to, you know, unlatch his door. Cause he was already, he kind of already had difficulty when I was doing my safety briefing to how to open the door and take your seatbelt off. But he was having difficulty figuring that door out. It is a little tricky. And as I'm getting ready to have a conversation with him about what we're about to do, I look to my left and, and there's Highway 19. It just just showed up. Like you couldn't see it before because of the mountains and the trees, but it just was right there, thank God, yeah. And so you're like, all right, here we go. We're going in. And I notice when you're coming in, and, and you're coming in fairly hot, you're passing a car. I can't decide if, yeah. if, if seeing you come into you, if oncoming traffic had it harder or if, uh, if if the guy who suddenly looked over to his left and realized he was being passed by an airplane that was landing, which one was freaking more people out? Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd have to say the guy, the guys I flew over because that, I mean, you see the propeller, you see the wheels. Like, that's got to be freaky to see a vehicle, uh, an aircraft just kind of hover over you and then just land right in front of you. Yeah. And, and then, then the thing starts to take a hard right. And I'm like, he's not going to get this. He's going to go right into oncoming traffic. Yeah, my biggest fear was uh, when I hit that curve, um, not being able to get it low enough to clear the power lines from my uh, from my heart, my stabilizer, 
And then that curve, like I knew if I didn't keep that nose up and keep the aircraft kind of gliding through the curve, sure, I would have just went straight off the other side and into the, there's a kind of a river on the other side. Down yeah. the mountain oh, yeah. it, so. yeah, you had to do that. It's not a, a crosswind landing, but you had to, I noticed, yeah, you had to kind of feather it over to the, to the right a little bit. Yeah, I just kind of keep pulling up on the nose and keeping it from settling down too much on the ground because there's no way to turn that aircraft on that sharp turn. Now, listen, of course, when you get down, you're like, I absolutely saw those power lines. Now, I would say it's 50-50 that anybody saw those power lines because those things, I'm like, man, in a panic, and you're hauling ass at that point, and you're coming down anyway. What what would you say? You, you absolutely saw them, or you were like, I saw them, and we were in a good place, but not until it would have been too late to do anything anyway. Yeah, so when I came down over the first power line, um, I had segments of, of what was coming up in front of me. So I can remember seeing, you know, the cars, and I knew once I got down uh, below them. And then I, when I started following the curb, I was already kind of yeah. kind of getting low and trying to settle the tires. So I saw them at a certain point, and uh, I remember shoving the plane down, and that's when you'll hear, like, a loud tire screech. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I saw them is, is I was like, no, I need to get her down. And I just shove her down, and she starts screeching. Dude, you had, I mean, A, talent and, and heart and character, and you held it together. And then, and then, of course, you got to throw in that pinch of luck because that's just that's just how the world works, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I just I feel, I just feel blessed, man, to be alive. Yeah. I mean, nobody got hurt. You always wonder what you'll do in a moment, don't you? I mean, all of us. You, you were in the military. You were a Marine, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. And, you know, and one of the things they'll they'll teach you in the military is, man, in times you better follow your training because that's why it's there, and you better learn it, and you better do it because it is your only chance to get you out. Exactly. Yeah, it gives you the discipline to the discipline, the commitment to, um, you know, to to figure something out to make things happen. And so here's the crazy thing. So if you're just joining the show, Vince, we're talking to, uh, he's 31. He's a novice pilot, marine vet, but he's out flying with his father-in-law. The plane goes bad. He has to land it on a highway in Virginia. Now, uh, you've gotten down. You've saved the day. You are now on a on an interstate. You're on a highway, and it's it's not a great big one, but it you know it's a good size. And uh, yeah. and you can either take the what the, the wings off the plane and try to get it home that way, or they have a mechanic come out and they figure out what's wrong with it, and you find out something's blocking the fuel, and they tell you, well, yep. you can fly it out of here. Which I'd have been like, nope, I'm out. Like that's where I draw the line, man. I already got <laughs> yeah. in, I got away with it. I'm not flying out. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, no way. I ain't doing it. Yeah, uh, I was done. Um, there's a, I, I didn't haven't released this video yet, but there's, you know, I have it all the way from when I took off in Georgia and when we made that landing in the mountain. Um, but when I got out of the plane, my first thought was, let me get this plane out of the road because I was just kind of in shock. And I was like, it doesn't belong here. I need There's people coming. I need to move it. So I moved the aircraft and, and dragged it to the side of the road with a couple of people that helped me. But I stood in front of the aircraft until the the emergency services got there and I told myself, like I just spoke out loud and said, You're done. You're <laughs> yeah. done. <laughs> For real, man. Listen, I get yeah. it. I get it, man. You'd like, I'm I'm not doing this. And then then you realize, oh, I still gotta get the airplane home. Yeah, and then oh no, so that was for me that was gonna be the easy part. Um when the sheriff came, he asked me what I wanted to do. I said, if you guys can just cut these wings off, we could throw it on a flatbed and take it to the nearest junkyard. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so they were actually looking at finding somebody to do this, but there's a pretty big aviation community out there that I didn't even know existed. And 
the guy, even the tow truck that came was, was a pilot. And he told me, no, 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 we're, we're going to get this aircraft to a safe location. And I know everybody up at that airport and we're going to have mechanics and flight instructors and airport personnel come out. And we're going to figure this out. And uh, so they were kind of working behind the scenes and, and I, and I thank them so much from the bottom of my heart because they moved that aircraft without um, charging me anything. I could not pay them. They, they brought an instructor out. They brought a mechanic out. The airport people came out and nobody took one dime from me. Uh, that's so, so they, great. Yeah. It was just like, it was just so much love and, and, and help from that community. Uh, and they were just happy to see a positive outcome come from their community. Like, and they're just glad nobody got hurt. And so, but, um, and then you had to take, then it, the plane had to go. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then they, they figured it out and they're like, Hey Vince, we can tow this aircraft to a, to a long stretch of road with over 3,500 feet of, of, uh, of road going downhill, no power lines. What do you think? You think you, you think you want to do it? And I needed like a couple of days. So I said, let me get a couple of days and think it over and talk to my family. Sure. And then they all kind of piped me up and, 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 uh, you know, told me, look, you, you, you landed it there you can easily take it off. And so I crunched the numbers and, and found out that that aircraft was way more than capable of doing it. So the day came and uh, we towed it up the hill and the whole time I'm sitting there and my stomach is churning, my hands were sweating and uh, my family's asking me if I'm okay, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. This, this, this is done, you know. Yeah. I'm fine, but, fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. deep down inside, I, I was screaming, man. I was screaming deep down inside. Sure. Yeah. Did, did your uh, father-in-law yeah. get in the plane and do it with you? No, no. I, <laughs> people were asking to go up with me, but I refused. To no, hell no. No. Yeah. no, you don't take anybody. You're like, I, I can't. No. no. I want to scream quietly. No. I want to cry by myself on the way out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You uh, yep. so you get into that you get in that position you fire the engines and you're and you're 100 percent that at least you know that the mechanics have figured out that there was a line blockage in the fuel, and yeah. and you're you're confident in the craft itself and there you are now you're looking down the interstate they've stopped the traffic you got the clearing yeah. you know there's no power lines but you still have mountains you're still you have trees and you're in a bit of a valley there and, and it is going downhill but yep. you know you can't afford to deviate from the from your path on that. No, you can't. So when I taxied up there, you know, you, you, I'm going uphill and there's mountainous terrain on my left, mountainous terrain on my right. And so I, I do, I bang a U-turn and I'm getting ready to go and we do something. I did something called a short field takeoff. So I, I take the engine and I put it to the full max while right. holding the brake. Right. And I, you know, throw in my flaps. And once it gets to a certain RPM, you know, you let it go. Yeah. But if, if I think there's a video where you can see I'm just sitting there and the plane is just like revving, just it's going, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm holding the brake and I know it's time to let go, but I was telling myself, just turn it off, get out, throw up and, and <laughs> go back to the, go back to cutting the wings off. There's other hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but then I told myself like, you can do this, man. You can do this. Let's get her done. And I just released the brake. And it just launched me to the back. Like it, I kind of pulled back a little bit because I was holding it for so long. And I just went and went for it and did it. And it was a successful takeoff, thank God. And it went well. That was your evil Knievel yeah. moment. That was your, I'm at the top of the ramp. They're all expecting me to go. That's what we're here yeah. for. That's, that was your evil Knievel moment. Yeah, that was it for sure. <laughs> and once you realized you hit altitude, you were clear. You must have been like, oh, it's just, yeah, I knew it all. <laughs> you know, you're like, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. 
yeah, it was weird because it's, you know, she was climbing, it was climbing perfectly fine. And uh, I'm starting to, because I got to kind of climb up over a mountain and then dip down into a valley to get out of there. And I could see it climbing, but for some reason, like, I'm looking at these mountains and, you know, they're a few hundred feet below me. And I'm like, oh man, please, like, don't give out on me here. Yeah, yeah, there's really is nowhere to land. So, will you, yeah. are you going to continue flying? Um, so, yeah, I've decided to, to keep going. Um, I'm going to pick pick the plane up sometime by the end of this month and fly it down from uh, Macon County, North Carolina, and uh, then I'll bring her home and keep keep the journey going. That's awesome. That's fantastic, dude. It's 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 a great story, and I'm glad that I, it went well. I'm glad everything played out exactly as it did. Everybody was great. You were exactly as you had to be. Your father-in-law was great. The mechanics, the people that came for you, the the tow truck drivers, the instructors, the the, the cops, everybody. Like nobody got caught up in anything except doing the right thing. And that that is it's a great story, man. It really is. Thank you. Yeah, it. it... It was. It, it was. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so so grateful for all those people. As your so is your wife though, she's cool. with you still flying? Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right. She kind of yes, yes and no. You know, it's because she knows I, I'm passionate about it, and she's always been. So we've known each other since we were 12 years old. So it's we've had a long relationship, and so we've always like lifted each other up. And if we're passionate about something, we try to help each other get to that goal. So right on. she knows that I'm passionate about it, but at the same time, she knows it's dangerous. Yeah. But, um, so she's kind of, you know, just kind of coming along with me. And, and if, if I want to do it, she's like, you know, follow your dream. But not to mention, if you do have an argument, you can always look to her and say, remember that time I saved your father's life when the plane was going down? Yes. I got a golden ticket. man. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. So good, man. And somebody had texted, is your father-in-law on the camera, on the GoPro? Can you hear the audio of him telling you he trusts you and he loves you? No, unfortunately, the, the so the GoPro was on the wing um, uh, it's on, on the outside of the aircraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's but, too bad because um, anytime if you ever got sideways, you'd be, just play that back to him. But like, remember this? This is forever. This yeah. is how we do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, you hold me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Vince, listen, you got him down. You did. You man, listen. It, he knows who you are now. You, you you're in your plane. It goes bad. You have to uh, do an emergency landing on an interstate, and you manage to get it down. Put it down correctly. Nobody is harmed. No other no people on the interstate. Not you. Not your father-in-law. Then you fix it, and you got the balls to, to take off and fly it out of there and get home safely. It's, it is the thing that we almost never see anymore, which is a, 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 a tragic, potentially horribly tragic story with, that turns out to be, because it's an overused word, but inspiring to people. Like, hey, man, do the right thing. Keep your calm. Don't panic, and maybe you'll live through this. And, and, and there's a lot of good that'll come out of stuff yeah. like that. That's right, yeah. Just stay calm. Yep. That's what definitely kept me alive, It's just being able to stay calm and focused and... You know, yeah. think about the rest once you once you stand in front of the plane. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, man, that, listen, the odds are on your side now. Thank you. All right. Listen, I, I really appreciate you, Vince. It's it's super great to have you on the show today. And, and uh, it's a, it is an excellent story. And I'm, I'm just so happy for you and your family and everybody. Yeah, thank you. For, thank you guys for having me. And I appreciate you being able to share my story. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. Hold on. Stay there. Yeah. He's real deal. Yeah. yeah, all man. the way that's around. It. That's that's. We all wonder who we will be in a moment of crisis, whether it be a, a bank robbery, or whatever, a little kid needs help, a, a dog in the middle of the street, what, whatever it is, at varying degrees. 
And and you find out in moments like that, are you the guy who just throws his hands up and lets it go? Mm-hmm. And or are you the guy who, who does his absolute best and it happens to go your way? God bless that city. That little town. Not like, When you think about it, if he would yeah. have been charged or fined for anything, they went the opposite route and just tried to help him get to the next steps by not charging him a damn thing. And, and how about the father-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, Mike would look at a guy and go, I knew I hated you, prick. <laughs> I told her. I, God damn I, told, I told her. her. <laughs> you were not the one. You were not the goddamn person. Now I got to die sitting next to you, you stupid bastard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a pretty special son-in-law, father-in-law, like, relationship those yeah. guys have got there. Man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 